with the Front Row Rugby Podcast. He's going to go all the way. Oh, he's magic, this fellow. Absolutely brilliant. No! Oh, no! Oh, that'll do me. Please tell me this isn't happening. Hello and welcome, Front Row Rugby Podcast time yet again. My name is Robbie, Nathan is joining me, hello. Hello, how are uh, we? Both in very early today. <laughs> and we've got a lot to get through. Um, we'll talk Super Rugby, of course, we'll review round seven, touch on the Shoot Shield over the weekend as well. But first, it's the new story that's dominating uh, the airwaves in terms of rugby. The decision has been made, we are going to lose one team. Right. One decision's been made. Well, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Who knows? Nobody knows nothing in this industry. Um, actually, firstly, apologies again for not doing one last week. Because of what's happened, we were both pretty flat out and it was just too hard basket for us. But um, what did you make of the of the call? Oh, it's. I, I'm glad it's finally been made. Yep. But just the way it's been handled is just... It's pretty pathetic, yeah. really. Yeah, I agree. It's it's drawn out. It's just, you know. And then for the for the AAU to then come out and say, oh, we'll make a decision within 72 hours. That was never going to happen. And then probably 12 hours later, they go, oh, no, that's not going to happen now. It's but, yeah. like, why say that in the first place? What did place? they expect was going to happen yeah. if they say a decision within two to three days? Exactly. And you got both the Force and Rebels going, well, hang on. Yeah. Well. Give us a chance here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If if they're frankly, I don't see this ending anytime soon because no. a decision like that was always if the AU said forty eight to seventy two hours, but we will go through due process. It's going to take longer it's than that. Take, exactly, exactly. And then now you throw in whoever gets chopped is going to sue. Oh yeah, so look, it's just it could take a long time. Where you know, on the flip side, South African Rugby Union came out straight away and said we'll make the call in June. Yeah, that's it. Straight away came out and said, "We'll make the call in June." I think they've started to get the process happening. Yes, but there's I, I, obviously we're here. We're not in South Africa, yeah. but it seems like there's not as much talk. There's not as much chatter. It's a not bit as much more, resistance. As yeah, well. it's a bit more like this is when it's going to happen. This is when we're going to do it. Yeah. They've been open about it. With A is like, oh well, yeah, we, we're going to have a decision soon. Or no, it's going to be later. It's just. You know, just make a call and stick and with stick it. Stick with it, yeah, yeah. Look, I understand it's it's not an easy decision. Oh no, definitely not. But the way that it came about, like you say, it was just handled so badly. Mm. You kind of have to ask the question: Who's running the joint? Right. Oh, like, yeah. Well, what's his name? Cameron Klein, Clune, yeah, AAU, Ch- uh, AAU chairman at Cameron Klein. But it's the first time I'd ever ever noted. Yeah, that's the first time I'd ever heard his name. Never, well. never knew who he was. What the hell? What the hell's he been doing? Yeah. All right. And then Bill Pulver. Well, you know, he's a bloke that's just got the got the easy easy road. Just you know, got the <laughs> life, living the lifestyle. I wouldn't call right. it easy. Every every problem seems to be his fault. Well, he hasn't done much good for the ARU since he's been there. Mm. It's this is a really hard one. Because it seems to be... I read an interesting article by Brett Papworth, who was at this this AGM, and basically what he said was, 
it's the same people making the same decisions, talking to the same mm. bunch, yeah, yeah, and nothing changes. Yeah. So you almost kind of have to metaphorically put a bomb under it and just just mm. start again. Well, yeah, yeah. I just love how the and it's really funny trying to explain like to the misses what's going on and, oh, and same all this. Here. Yeah. It's 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 as hard as trying to explain the latter, to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> Sansa and the rules of rugby in general. Well, yeah. Sansa, they've got like they've sort of gotten away with this scot free and palmed it off to the, the unions like the mm. ARU and the SARU. But they're the ones that two years ago decided to expand the competition by three teams. Mm. Right? I haven't heard any other unions say this was a bad idea aside from Bill Pulver and Cameron Klein. Yeah. So why is it on Australia's? Why why is it on Australia's shoulders? Exactly. Why two years ago did they all of a sudden go, oh, sweet, we're going to have three more teams. Let's expand it. Yeah, this is what we want to do. And then talk about even expanding it more. No. Everybody knew that expansion wasn't good and it wasn't right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Everyone thought it was a shit idea. Exactly. In the first place, yet they still went ahead. Exactly. And now, a year and a half down the track, they've gone, oh, hold on. Yeah, we were wrong. We're going to cut three teams. But two of the three teams that came in, they're staying. Yeah. How? how? What the hell? Why? Because they want money. Because for some reason, yeah. they've got Argentina on board, right? And they're a little buddied up with South Africa. And then Japan, obviously, they got plenty of money mm. and the World Cup's there. And it's a growth area. I get that. But why is it that South Africa have to lose two teams and we have to lose one when Sansa introduced... Argentina, mm. Sunwolves, and brought the Kings back in. Mm. Like, it's just stupid. It just doesn't make sense. It's like 15 was perfect. We didn't have an issue with 15. Mm. And clearly, a year and a half down the track, they can see that now. But it's just... Ugh. Yeah, I, I love I how Sansa's just palmed it off. It's like, well, we're not cutting anyone. You guys have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you, and you mentioned financial there. That's mm. that's ultimately what it comes down to, unfortunately. Looking just at Australia now, yeah. I take the point that since the expansion, they've had to funnel all these funds in that's, that's taken away from other areas that yeah. weren't intended for Super yeah, Rugby. Yeah, definitely. So money point of view, it makes sense to cut the team. And mm. if there is a silver lining, all that savings will go into, well, allegedly, will yeah. go into grassroots rugby, yeah. which has been neglected for so oh, long. Massively. But this this decision long-term is still the wrong one, I feel, yeah. because you're essentially going to, assuming that it is the force, and that yeah. seems to be everyone's gut feel. Yeah. I hope it's not. I, sh- I, th- I personally think it should be the Rebels, even though I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Rebels, and I'm a fan of the force now because mm. the way that they've turned things around. Yeah, yeah. But this decision is going to kill the... If it's the force, it's going to kill the sport in rugby, WA. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. going to kill the sport in WA. I think it would be easier if the Rebels folded, it would be easier because they're an East Coast mm. location. Yeah. They can still have a, a club competition. They can still be NRC participants. Yeah. yeah. And their players can get picked up a lot easier in, say, Canberra, Brisbane, Sydney. That's it. It's an easier move. Yes. Whereas with Western Australia, because it is a bit more remote, yeah, 
And their sporting market is not as crowded. No, exactly. No. They've got they've got two AFL two teams, AFL teams uh, an A League team, yeah, and a rugby team. Yeah. Melbourne's got a uh, thousand, <laughs> you know, a thousand choices. Yeah. So, look, ultimately, I don't want to see either team go, yeah. and it would hurt the sport for both states, but it would have a massive impact in WA, much more so than in Victoria. Yeah, exactly. And the way, look, ultimately. I think both teams were kind of set up to fail in, to begin with. It just comes to the foundations. The way that both clubs were set up, yeah. it wasn't done in a way that they would be successful. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's the same. You can probably say exactly the same thing about all the nearly every expansion team in Australia. Mm. When you look at the A-League and you look at they went to North Queensland, failed. Went to Gold Coast, Gold Coast failed. Yeah. Like, it's because... They've tried to pump out teams. They're like, oh, we've got to expand. Let's just and do it. And they've just done it too quickly. And they've just done it too quickly. Yeah. It's like, wait, you need to... Let's start from the bottom and work your way up. Build up a supporter base. No. Build up you know, a fan base. Build up a player base. And that's going to take time. Exactly. That's, that's the thing. We're seeing the benefits now, yeah. a decade later. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. From what the Western Force, this was never going to be a two to three year project. This is all exactly. it was, it was going to take at yeah. least half a generation. So yeah. I'm talking, you know, a generation being what twenty years roughly. Yeah, half of that time, ten years, is what it takes. And Maddie Hodgson, God, that interview. Yeah, that yeah. the press conference was that poor bloke. Was heartbreaking. Yeah. To see someone like that, yeah. you know, really struggle with this decision, like what he does with his family, what is with his with his kids. Exactly. And he said himself. He was when he first started with the force in 05, he was running rugby clinics with 10, 12 year olds. Yeah. They're now playing with him at the force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But there's no like we we look at it now, we finally have an NRC competition. Mm. Much like the Kiwis had, you know, they've had their Mitre Ten Cup slash ITM Cup slash oh, yeah. MPC. I've said it for, before on this pod that that's been there for for yonks. Exactly. So we finally got it. It's been going for three or four years now, mm. right? That needed to be in place before the Force started yes. and before the Rebels yes, started, because exactly. there's your base, right? They finally have sort of started to do it properly now that Fiji are going to come into mm. the NRC. They can hopefully build up, and hopefully one day we have a Pacific Islands team in a Super Rugby competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is see, this is this is at least five years thinking down the road. Exactly, exactly. That that wasn't the thought process of in 2006 when the Force came in, or in 2011 when the Rebels came in, or in 2013 when they're like, "Oh, let's promote the Kings." Mm. Like none of that was thought about. At least. In Argentina, they were able to grab their whole, basically their whole national team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's fine. In Japan, they're still struggling because their top league is their major. Right? They mm-hmm. didn't care about Super Rugby. That's going to change next year. Yes. When the top league finishes earlier. To help the Sunwolves. To help the Sunwolves actually yeah. have a preseason and prepare and not just go, oh, crap, we got round one against the Hurricanes. Yeah. Let's get beat by 90 on. Um mm. So that will help them. So they've clicked on that, you know, we need a bit of time here. But they do have the foundation there already. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, like, yeah, it 100% was doomed to fail from the start. And it's just like anything in life. If, if 
If you're building a house, <laughs> you've got to start with the foundations. You can't start with the roof and go down, you know? It doesn't, <laughs> it. it's just that's absolutely it. stupid. And exactly. going back to that Brett Papworth article, he said if this, if the AAU was a business, like everything about it is just, mm. it, people would be fired. If this, if the AAU was a, was a genuine, proper, regular business. Yeah, yeah, like an entity or something. And like like a, yeah, some yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Their, their stocks are down. Yeah, their their projected numbers yeah. are completely wrong. Like I, one of them, I think off the top of my head was, uh, I think part of the AU's vision was to ignite people's passion, and they gave themselves a score of eighteen out of twenty. <laughs> I love how they gave themselves that score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Clearly no research was done. <laughs> I would I would barely put it past a five out of twenty yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly. you know and. In any regular walk of life, if a business like this was failing, heads would roll. Mm. So there's just... It's like the lunatics are running the asylum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But again, this is something... There is no easy fix because you have to find the right people to take over the right roles. Yeah. And you just have to start from scratch. And unfortunately, doing that yeah. means short term, Australia's going to get a lot worse. And to be fair... It's a lot easier running a company, running a business, running whatever, oh, yeah. when it's yeah, doing yeah. well. Yes, yes. All right. Australian rugby isn't doing well. And something right? has to change. Something, yeah. But we we get good results. We probably wouldn't be talking about oh, everything just how bad the ARU right. is. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, everything looks bad when it is bad. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it does. <laughs> when things are going well, you don't notice the problems. Exactly, exactly. Um, you get better crowds, you get better TV audience, yeah, you yeah. get better more fan engagement. Yeah. More, like, yeah. I know, you know, I know. It's 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 a horrible time. But I think the grassroots thing is massive because yeah. at some point, if you're not looking, if you're not nurturing. The, the bottom end I call it the bottom end I don't mean it you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. that pool that's where it starts that's, yeah. where it starts if you're not nurturing that at some point that's all going to filter up to the top level yeah and we're kind of seeing that now you could argue we've been seeing that for a while because yeah. you know Australia hasn't been competitive against New Zealand no in general for yeah. a long time yeah and there, I think there's a, a lack of playmakers yeah around S- skill set uh, yeah. certain positions because that's not being nurtured exactly to begin with. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to. You're expecting once in a generation kind of play to yeah, come through. Exactly. Yeah. The odds of that happening now yeah. are slim to none. Yeah. Exactly. So that is where it's got to start. And again, that's got to take at least five, ten years to develop. Yeah. So, you know, where New Zealand's got it right is the whole pathways thing. Yeah. Grassroots rugby. Um, the fact that it is a religion. To most Kiwis, much like yeah. football in Brazil. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. You got to have kids playing with a football, pretty much before, as, as soon as they can walk. Mm. Oh De- yeah, develop definitely. all that kind yeah. of you develop that affinity with the game, those kind of skills, because that's that does where you know it, as stupid oh, yeah. as it sounds, that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah for sure. But that's where they got to focus on. Mm. We need I, to um talking about high end, bloody you know performance. Yeah, that's yeah. you're not going to get that. No. We need, it's it's got to start at the beginning. Yeah, we need a good um, 
we need a couple of good just rugby families too. Just pump out some brothers like the Barrett's oh, and the, the Sabies, and, yeah. You know absolutely. that's what that's what we need. Like the Ellers back in the day, we just need to pump out some. Um, you know, <laughs> just need to get some brothers and we'll be all good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I suppose we should talk rugby then. The good stuff on field. On field. Uh, round started in Wellington. Hurricanes thirty-eight defeated the Waratahs twenty-eight in probably the worst first half of football from the Waratahs. Yeah, it wasn't good. Followed by a pretty good second half. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's that inconsistent. It's that consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all year it's been there. We've seen patches and glimpses and, you know, they just can't put it together yet. They have Their starts are so bad. Yeah. yeah They've conceded terrible. the first try in six of seven games this year. You know, yeah. that's... What do you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, and like what they got out of jail against the rebels a few weeks ago, uh, and they could have back they, from a massive deficit. They could have got out of jail with this one as well, but that, uh, that first twenty just really. They awesome. could have, but I, I still don't think. I think when the come down to the crunch, I think the Hurricanes would have. Oh yeah, still yeah. still I been able so. to like you know defend their line and and. Whatever. Oh well, we saw that right on full time. You know, the, the yeah. Tars had a chance to score a try for a bonus point. Yeah, and they and they pulled off a try saving tackle to end the game. Exactly. Um, so the Canes scored 33 points in the first half. That's the most in that period at Westpac since 2012. Uh, and they've now scored 34-plus points in five of six games this year. Yeah. That is just insane. Nani Laumapi, how... <laughs> oh, you could put a black jersey on him right now. Yeah, well... And he well, wouldn't look out of... They, they do play Samoa before True. the British Irish Lions, so... Build a bit of depth. I think there's a chance there that I think a few... A few mm. fringe players will be getting a um, a black jersey. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, Lamarpe's been amazing. Seven tries in the last six games. Yeah. Three doubles. Yeah, him and Arso and Julian Savea, who didn't even play. Jordy Barrett a, and Bowden Barrett, their back line is just... I've got a little bit of an issue with that. I think Chris Boyd's robbed us of the chance to oh. see Naira Vora against Savia. Yeah, but... As think, a head-to-head. Yeah, oh, 100%. But... We've seen that Tangeli is a bit, you know, defensively. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put, the, you put the smaller, reads faster are man. pretty, pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, well, it made sense. Um, but, like, yeah, seeing them head-to-head, two big boys just running into each other, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, right, they've, uh, got, they've got bigger fish to, oh, yeah, fish yeah, to fry. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you, where does the sense of occasion come into it for a coach? It's, yeah. you know... Right, the sense of occasion comes in the final. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll talk AFL just briefly here. There's been a couple of occasions where you've got the absolute superstars of the teams mm. matched up against each other. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm talking like a, a Paddy Dangerfield up against a Scott Pendlebury or or a Net yeah. Five or someone like that, just in a head to head battle. Coaches can make those decisions to go. Oh yeah, all right, you go to him. Yeah, and some of the time that's with the thought in mind. This would be awesome to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, and knowing that you want your best player on their best player. Yeah, and just as a as a one on one matchup, that yeah. would be so awesome to exactly. watch. So I mean, within the structures and and all that nonsense of rugby, is there room for that? Really? Yeah, nah, I don't know. I'm I like yes, it sucked that we didn't get to see it, but you know what? They've done this. It's not as if this is the first time that a New Zealand team has rested one of their oh, stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? This no, is something that they do all the time. So it's not as if it's a, oh, I'm not going to play him because he's up against Tengeli. 
it was probably his week to have off. They probably planned this ages Mate. ago. Yeah, true. So, true. And to be fair, Tengeli hadn't been starting. Mm. That was his first start of the year. Mm. And look what happened. They get yeah. 33 put on him in the first half. I know, I know. just like personally, and, and a couple of the boys upstairs as well, just seeing that team list, ooh, Nairavora starting, starting right wing. Yeah. Oh, oh, that means he's oh, on the left Julian, wing for it, Julian Sub. Oh, no, he's not playing. Yeah. No, no, definitely. It was disappointing, <laughs> but, yeah. you know. Anyway. Make um, the final and you might play him. And how about this for something we'd never see? Bowden Barrett, red card. Grub. Yeah, yeah what a grub. <laughs> How's that not a penalty try? I, I do have to agree with that. Like, you know, that's... Twi- like, Deliberately knocking the ball down twice. You're five metres out. You've got, I think it was Ned, was it? No, it was Damien Fitzpatrick yeah. running onto it, who was marked up against a smaller man. Common sense would say if he had that running onto it, yeah. you weren't going to stop him. So I do have to take issue with that. I think they were robbed to try there. And just on that, another issue, typical Sansa judiciary, mm. gets off. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you get a red card. You don't have to get suspended for a week. What a joke. What a joke. If he but if he it, doesn't wear a black jersey, he gets suspended for at least a week. No, no, you're talking two yellow cards for intentional knockdowns. Exactly. Not, it's, it's not serious into the scale. If we're talking the, the serious scale, it's not if that he far gets, up. If he gets one more yellow card, does he then have to serve a week suspension because he's had three yellow cards? For accumulation, yes. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting if that happens then. But that's... Sansa were happy to come this, out. That's part of the rule. Like if if you keep accumulating yellow cards, at some point you got to you have to be like, hang on a second, this is too many. Yeah, sit out a week. When was he got red carded? His second yellow card was five minutes out from full time. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. Sansa judiciary were happy that that was a significant punishment, five minutes. But yeah. yet, but yet, Quay Cooper gets sent off in you know the twentieth minute or whatever, and has to sit out four weeks, and then sits out three weeks. After. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, L- Lua Tua gets sent off at half time, and then gets a four week suspension as well. So he misses four and a half games. How is it? How is? Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Just... I do agree with that. Yeah. So I, take, be... I, I take issue with the fact that because he's an All Black, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's only because you're a Kiwi. Yeah. The idea's right. Your execution's maybe a little off. But anyway. <laughs> Um, the Sunwolves defeated the Bulls in Tokyo. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that, listening to in the crowd? That's pretty cool. Oh. That is pretty cool. But I think, I don't know, what's the biggest story here? South Africa, sorry, <laughs> what's the biggest story here? The Sunwolves winning their first match against a South African team and just their second second win overall, yeah, I think. Yeah, second win, yeah. Or the Bulls being that bad. Yeah, the Bulls stink. Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, you just got to give credit to the Sunwolves. Yeah, yeah, look, in the game itself, they fought back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they started well, middle period was was bulls. Yeah, but then they fought back, got the penalty. Yeah, uh, oh, I think, yeah, inside the last those last couple of minutes, fight. They win a penalty. Yeah, kick it, kick for touch, have their own line out, and lose it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Can you but, imagine being in the coach's shoes in that? You'd just be screaming. Yeah, instantly but, go grey. Nah, that's. I was so happy to see them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that uh, ended a 10-game losing streak and a 12-game winless streak. Uh, their first, as I said, against opposition in uh, South African opposition in 14 tries. Uh, the Bulls have now lost their last five on the road and their past six outside of South Africa. 
and it's their worst start to a season since 2002. And Good. they're your conference winners. Outstanding. <laughs> uh, the Highlanders defeated the... Oh, God. The Blues. I had so such high hopes after the first half. My voice started so well. But then again, it's you know just creeping through that yeah. second half. We're going to lose this. <laughs> oh, my God. The Blues just can't beat New Zealand teams at the moment. No, they can't. They're... They're like Australia. Yeah, they are clearly the fifth best New Zealand team. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, they're, they're still streets better. ahead of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Um, so Ben Smith has now scored eight tries in his last eight against the Blues and Fekit- Malachi Fekitawa. Whenever he plays the Blues, he just... he Yeah, he's he been always terrible. lifts. He, he hasn't been great this year. No, but... But he can't... Yeah, exactly. He comes out, plays the Blues. Yeah, and he's back in the good books, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to see the return of Sonny Bill as well. Oh, yes, Tapegate. Which was, yeah, a bit controversial, but, oh, look, you know. And, look, I I can't, I'm not going to doubt his reasons behind it. No. Because everything that he's done since he's converted to Islam. Exactly. You know, he's he's done it properly. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. You know what? I've got no problem with it. Why is that even a story? Like, I... Why is even? Why is the PM? Oh, I know. I was... Like, I, you know, I haven't even read anything that the PM actually said. All I know is that the PM got involved in it, and he didn't need to. Like, mate, who cares? Just don't comment on it, and it goes away. I know. I agree. Like, just. But anyway, he's so back. He's back, and he's he's going to have his own special jersey. He's back. Well, yeah, no sponsors he, on it, as he probably should. <laughs> Good timing, Buck. Uh, Comes it's, back. Yeah. Couple Welcome weeks, return. A couple of weeks before the Lions come out. And I have to say, he is looking bloody oh. ripped. Well, he hasn't been able to run, so he's just been in the gym just pumping. <sighs> oh, yeah. he. You'd think he'd be the starting 12 for the All Blacks in you'd, that first yeah. test. If he stays fit. Oh, the fact that he came on and he and he still did the one-arm offload. Straight away straight makes, straight away makes, makes a, a line, line break. Yeah. Bang, sets up. Should have set up a try. Oh, oh, God. This is what happens when you get prop oh. forwards in open space. They just eight, don't know what to do. Eight minutes from full time. Would have put you in the lead. I know. Have a t- two-man overlap. I know. And he just runs it himself. I know. Oh, I could not believe that. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, believe me. I know. I was yelling at the TV. Yeah. yeah. Yes, anyway. Uh, oh, here we go. Let's talk on. about a good game. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't after the first half. Brumbies 43, Reds 10 at GIO. So 10 all at half time. Yeah. Everyone, I believe, in Australia is thinking, oh, this could be good. Yeah. Soon as the second half kicks off, bang, bang. Yeah. Game over. It was good first half. Like it. Oh, look, yeah. Like yeah. it was 10 Don't all. Wrong. But it, was, it, was, it was an entertaining it and, was and entertaining. first half. You could tell that something was going to happen mm. and yeah geez didn't it open up in that second half so you mentioned this to me yesterday while we were walking out is Nick Styles under pressure yeah <laughs> he has to he be he has to be right he has to be there's no question about it yeah. but for some reason he's not I don't know there's no talk about it maybe the Sansa uh, thing has, has beneficial for some people if I'm <laughs> if I'm the Queensland media Hey, you've got to start putting some pressure on him. When you've got the roster oh. that he has at his disposal. Exactly. And that's the thing. And they're not performing. They no. haven't been for a long time. No. They they really haven't. It's something something has to give. We talk about it at the start. Something has to give. Yeah. I absolutely agree. The Reds have now conceded seventy four points in the last twenty of their games this year. 
They've now lost their last six, their worst streak since 15, and it's, they've lost their last 12 on the road. Yeah. Nothing nothing positive there. It's all just... Uh, yeah. In the past nine against Australian opposition. Yeah. They're like the blues of the <laughs> of Australia. Yeah. Not sure I like that. Um, all the talent just... <laughs> wasted, yes. Moving on to other franchises, yes. Um, let's talk about something positive, the Brumbies. Yes, let's talk. They've clicked into gear. Oh. That attack. How is that, Blight? Geez, they're good off the buyer too. I think that's like seven straight now. Yeah. Off a buyer. I don't know what it is. Just get refreshed. They, You could tell they worked on a couple yep, of other things. Yep, yep, And And I was listening to um, Aiden Toa speak during the week as well. They did, after, it was after the Highlanders game, they had mm. uh, the buy, and I think there was a bit of time in between that as well. Just a chance to work on their attack. They yeah. were really happy with how the defence was going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, def- oh. They've been in every single match. Yep. They've only just lost when they have lost. That next step was just to develop their attack, and they've yep. done that. And Aiden Toa played his best oh. game, for, I think, oh, quite ever. possibly in a Brumbies jersey, yeah. Oh, no, best game in his Super Rugby career. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt. No doubt. He was, he was amazing. And we've seen glimpses of that. He does sometimes tend to kick the ball too much, mm. um, but he got it perfect mm. on the weekend. He kicked when he needed to and ran all the time like and that's the thing if you're receiving the ball 60 metres out you need to be running it mm. why are you kicking there's no point to kick unless there's clear space or whatever or in, under pressure and yeah run it you need to yeah. run that's that got to be your first instinct 100% so I actually thought it was quite it was really good and quite interesting when we interviewed Larkham in the block straight after half time mm. And I think Kearns, you put it to him, like, you know, you have kicked a fair bit in the first half, blah, blah. And he was open and, and just straight up and said, yep, yeah, well, I told, I've i seen that Maranta was out of position, so mm. so I told the boys to attack that. And, yeah. And uh, they and did. Then, they did it perfectly. Put them in the corners and it worked. And then the second half, it probably gave him that bit of space. <laughs> Excuse me. Because that's that's the other thing that's, that's dogged the Reds as well, is that, that that second half, they always seem to run out of gas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there, but their training technique, there's got to be something. Yeah, something's not right. Uh, looking at the other games, the Sharks defeated the Jaguares, 18 points to 13. Uh, wasn't one for the highlight reel, really. But the Sharks have won their past seven matches at home. Uh, six of the seven games that they've played have been decided by single figures. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. They're, you know what they're like. They're just Grind. gritty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're yeah. going to... They're going to contest all the time. Yeah. And for the Jaguars, uh, their franchise record winning streak came to an end. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good on them. And they're they're looking so much better than last. Yeah, I agree. They really are. Uh, One of the matches of the round, Stormers defeated the Chiefs 34-26. How good You could... There were at least three or four try-the-season contenders in one game. The highlight reels on this was just amazing. Oh, the Chiefs ran it from everywhere. Oh. Tony Pulu's try. They he's, started he's on their first own. on the 98 oh, meter try, yeah. Which was just, it was basketball. Offload, offload over the top. James Lowe, Damien McKenzie set it up. And that. Actually, that's uh, that's something I, I, I noticed as well. A lot of people on, on social media commented, James Lowe. Oh, yeah. The work that he put in for that try. Exactly. And, you know, like us up in stats, it's sort of like we have to, went through that and went, all right. Who do we give a try assist to? Straight away, boom, I'm just like, it's James Lowe. He had, he, what, four or five touches? Th- exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, 
you know, he started it. He set up McKenzie to go down the left, mm. gets an offload back off him, gives it, I think, to Leonard Brown, mm. and then gets receives it yep. again back, like, at the end. With him and Messon. With, like, yep. the, the, the second last pass sort of thing. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Magical it, try. It just has to be him. That support play of all of them was oh, just ridiculous. Was ridiculous. So what was better, that one or the Dylan Lay's uh, miracle pass? I think the better try was the Chiefs one just because of the teamwork and how far it was and it was just amazing. The better team the, try? The yeah. better individual brilliance oh. was Dylan Lay's. Yeah. Like, that is just crazy. You see him, he looks up and then he, he's still on his knees. Yeah. And, and he looks up, so he must, I don't know, I reckon corner of his eye he's seen and then he's just looked back straight mm. and just bang oh, flicked it just if you look at oh. the physical nature of it he was there was no way he would be able to do a normal pass off the ground off his knees because he was he was running at full tilt he yeah. took the ball he was tripped ankle yeah. tapped yeah. so he's, he's sort of he's on his stomach basically yeah. he's bounced up so, to his yeah. knees seen S. Pimaria at the corner of his eye and he's just rolled yeah, back flick at the at behind. It was oh. just the quickest, easiest way just to get it, and he's nailed it. Like ran Pinpoint. onto it. It was right. <laughs> the perfect pass. Right. I, I, as part of my like, I, I produce the highlight show, and yeah. part of that is there's a try of the week competition. Yes, that's, that's run through yes. the website here at Fox Sports. I really, you know, yeah. the, any other normal weekend, the third try in that was the Western Force try, John, which was actually quite good. Which too. was a bloody yeah. good try because he well. got DHP out the back to his brother. It was a New Zealand esque yeah. try. Yeah. Any other weekend, that yeah. would be your try of the week. But yeah. the, <laughs> there's They've no way come. that's going to win again, compared to the other. Yeah. I looked at those tries. I I have to go with Dylan Lades. That was just a magical pass. It was like magical. for a moment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, look, it, let's create. That, that was assist of the year. Yeah. Try try of the year, yeah. Chiefs one. Tony yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Happy, I'm happy to give that try of the year if oh, uh, Dylan yeah. Lades gets pass of the year. Yeah, oh, for that sure. That was insane. That was ridiculous. Um, other big story to come out of that: the Chiefs' unbeaten streak is ended. Yeah, yeah. And the Stormers stay zero in the loss column. They do. Are they real contenders? Well, if they keep knocking off these New Zealand teams, then yeah, definitely. If, especially if they can beat the New Zealand teams that they have in South Africa. Oh yeah, yeah. They do that, they'll win the conference. No Easy. doubt about well, that. Well, I think they can we basically have already now. Yeah. They'll. You would think that they could. Pre- They'd have to finish top two. Mm. That's the thing. So it's going to be between them and the other South African conference, which probably think is the Lions. Yep. Whoever finishes first or second mm-hmm. in there, because New Zealand team is going to be first mm. or second. You can't come third. If you come third, then you're going to have to travel. Less chance, yes. Yeah, you so got less chance two. sort of thing. You're going to have to travel to New Zealand, I would think, to host a... Even like in the final, if you make it to the final. Yeah, yeah. And the last game of the round was the highest scoring one of the weekend. Force defeated the Kings in a real shootout, forty-six forty-one. And wasn't uh, this like ten? Was that fifteen-seven at halftime? Oh, it was, yeah. I, I think it was fifteen-seven at halftime, and then they just went berserk. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of cutting the highlights, this was a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really entertaining and. I don't know at what point the news filtered through to both sides because they're they're both oh, yeah. under under the you know under the spotlight. Yeah, definitely. But this you could almost sense this just had an air of let's just play. That's it. And you talk about I want to talk about passes and talk about 
individual brilliance. Oh, Lionel Cronier. Again, around. I was I was really torn. Like I I needed okay this is, because this was the last game yeah. of the round. It was played on a Sunday afternoon. I was waiting to see what tries would come out of this match. Yeah. And I was really torn because I, I wanted to put Lionel Cronier in as one of the tries of the week as well because that was just brilliant. Ridiculous. Like, who does that? I, know, I was about to say, yeah, who, who <laughs> does that playing first-class footy? <laughs> just around the back, bang, on the toe. Just, yep, yeah, whatever. No dramas. The skill is just oh, ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. One thing we always used to try playing um, just footy, you know, in the top yard at school yeah. was the little... Behind the oh, behind, behind the back kick, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do yeah. do what Cronier did, sort of yeah. around the back, but then just lean drop forward it, yeah. and just drop it off your heel. Do a yeah. rainbow kick over your head. I would love to see that <laughs> in a Super Rugby match. Well, know. we nearly got it last year when Sopawonga turned around and kicked it. Oh, back, yeah, yeah. Backwards every and time. we have seen Carlos Spencer do the knee kick. Yeah, the little knee yeah. kick. Oh, I would love to see a rainbow kick in rugby. <laughs> yeah. Um, forty-six points scored by the Force was their most ever at home. Uh, the 41 points scored by the Kings was their most in a match. Yeah. So it's uh, the 10th highest losing score. Yeah, yeah, in, right. In history, yeah, in Super yeah. Rugby history. So, And the Kings look good. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they played some really good footy. Yeah, oh, they they have. They've improved massively from last year. Malcolm Yar is a handy player. Oh, um, I do have to... <laughs> The commentators did a man- magnificent oh, job for that Clarkie. winger. On point. The winger. Yeah, pink clit. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having a go, and I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not mocking here at all, but oh, that's, no. that's not an easy name to say. Oh, no, definitely not. And then you got, like, Mpimpi and, oh, oh it's, yeah. the names are just amazing. They're, they're, they're exciting. They're awesome. Yeah, they, and, and they're really good to watch. You know Give them a chance this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to our tips shortly. They're a massive chance against the Reds. Uh, and it's the Kings' first loss on Australian soil, interestingly yes. enough. Yeah, yeah. Played three, won one, one drawn one, lost, lost one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they definitely had some, some good fortune down here in um, 2013. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But again, this is this is something they needed to be, you know. I think this is the other point we missed at the very top as well. Both the Rebels and the Force have had all this time to get mm. it right. So when they're under the... Of course, when you're under pressure, that's when people make the most noise. So, exactly, yeah. Like the Kings, they should have been doing this a long time ago. They should have been playing like this a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but let's... <laughs> so we emailed each other our tips last weekend. I was meant to tweet them out, but again, I was... Too busy and forgot. <laughs> so. And you would have been embarrassed. Yes. Two out of seven for myself. Two out of seven? I got the Hurricanes and the Force right. Apparently, I tipped the Bulls, the Blues, the Reds. Some stupid reason. The Jaguars and the Chiefs. You were the Haguares? Yep. I went the Reds. Wow. How good is this? And you got four out of seven. Again, I, I don't have the, the, the total number... Handy, but I think you're ahead. <laughs> I would hope so. You got four out of seven. Looking ahead to round eight. Starts on Friday afternoon. Crusaders versus Sunwolves. This could be this could be bad. This could be really bad. Yes, we do talk about the Sunwolves coming off a win, and they do look a lot better, and they have been playing well. But the cattle coming back for the Crusaders. Crockett breaks at all time Super Rugby. Appearance record. Yep. Beaten, like, overtaking Kevin Mialamu. You then have 
Kieran Reid coming back. <laughs> Richie Mawonga. Oh, so, Kieran who, back. sorry? Yeah, Kieran, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Just your captain. Good, good, cl- good yeah. club footy player, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't do anything on the field. <laughs> um, Richie Mawanga is back from injury, yep. and so he's set a Tamani Valu. So, yep. and they're all in the starting team. Yeah, I feel I feel for the Sun Rules. This could get quite large. I think if because New Zealand's been under that massive rain cloud again for another weekend. <sighs> surprise, surprise. That's possibly the only saving grace. Yeah, but for I, the, don't, for the, oh, I yeah. don't think wet weather. No. Doesn't know. Worries New Zealand teams. And then the next game, Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock, uh, Reds v Kings. Oh, so we're both going Crusaders there, yeah? Yep. Yeah. We should probably put a um, should, should put a margin. No. Oh. I think, what, what was the line we looked at yesterday? It was, what, 38 oh, or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think, they, I think, they'll, I think yeah, they'll be by 30. The, the Hurricanes beat them in round one by 66. I think that could be... That could... That's your kind of benchmark? Yeah, I think so. Okay. (laughs) Could we see triple figures? I hope so. (laughs) I just want a team to post 100. I really do. Okay. So It could come against... If if the Force or Rebels, whoever one gets kicked out at the end of the year, their last match. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That could happen. What a way to bow out. Reds v Kings. I'm, I'm... Actually, very torn. You just yeah. have to expect something changes for the Reds at some point. Quaid's back. Quaid is back. That's a bonus. Hopefully, Carmichael's back. Yes, I think he is back as well. Three o'clock, Saturday afternoon. Should be a dry track. Should be a dry track. Let's hope it is. Ongoing Reds. But this will be. This should be a cracker. This, if the Kings bring the form... Mm. And just continue to play like they played in the second half mm. against the Force. This could be excitement. Yeah. I think Shawnee will have a field day out there. I'd like to hear him have a go. Oh, at I can't clip. wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to come back to that. Oh, I'm okay. going to come back to it. All right. Saturday afternoon after that game, Bluesby Hurricanes at Eden Park. Oh, I'm done. I'm never tipping the Blues again. Hurricanes. Uh, you know what will happen. The Blues will the win. The Blues yeah. will win, yeah, I know. They're starting to piece things together. <laughs> it just has to come in one game. They have a good first half. They go have a good second half. They just, they just need to combine that. Look, if the Blues want to make any waves, they have. this is a, a must win. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go Blues. Ugh, it's yeah. It's like being a Warriors fan. Just never ends. Uh, Saturday, seven thirty. Rebels v Brumbies at Amy Park. How do the Rebels come out of the? Oh. With the news, how do they come out? Well, you got to hope they just come out firing and you know come off the back of a buy as well. Yeah. You'd hope that they well their second buy they've got no more buys now. Yeah. You'd hope they they need to start winning. Obviously, yeah, they haven't won one yet. They need They're to sit on, on the board. bottom of the yeah. ladder. I mean, the math- mathematically still a chance. Well, but it yeah. just you have to start winning. Yeah, that's it. And they've played four of the five New Zealand teams, so they've gotten them out of the way. Yeah, yes, they didn't get it was any a tough results, but they've only got one more team to play. Mm. And they've got so, the, the back end is just full of Aussie, full of Aussie derbies. Exactly. So they do have a chance, but nah, on last week's form, you got to go to the Brumbies. Yeah, I have to agree. I think this could actually be close oh yeah yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rebels win 
But based on form and the way that the Brumbies looked in that second half, mm. I, I'm going to go Brumbies as well. Uh, Saturday night, 11pm, Cheetahs v Chiefs. You have to expect the Chiefs to bounce back, surely. Yeah, you'd think so. You would think so. But the Cheetahs have been good this year. Yeah. And can score points. They can score so points. So this could be another just, you know, high score. 50 to 40. <laughs> it really could be. Um, but you're going to go Chiefs? Yeah. They've had some draws, these two teams as they well. I think actually, they've had yeah. three, so... Yeah. Um, by the way, draws are counted as wins for us. Our tipping, oh, okay, cool. by the way. yeah. Uh, Stormers v Lions. The battle of the two oh. African conference leaders. This is a match of the round. Yes. This is going to be an absolute cracker. Both sides love to have a go. Yeah, They can score tries. Where's it at? At Newlands. That probably just tips it in favour of the Stormers, I think. Based on current form... I have to yeah. go Stormers as well. I yeah. love the Lions. Oh, same. Yeah. This. Oh. Yeah, I think Put I it this to... way. Whoever wins this, this is a massive stake in the ground in terms of competition favourites. Yeah. Yeah. I think. From the from the South Africa point of view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Stormers. Um, I think just that home ground advantage yeah. sways it. If this was played in Joburg, I would have went. Lions. Yeah, I think so. And and the Lions have struggled a little bit. They they win, mm. but they haven't been playing as well as the Stormers, yeah. I think. So. But then they, they're coming off a bye as well, and the Stormers played against the Chiefs. Like, it's hard to back up after playing a New uh, Zealand this is team. This is true. This is true. So, but I'm, I'm going to go Stormers as well. Uh, and this could be the dud of the, <laughs> of the weekend. From Loftus at 3.30 a.m. Sunday morning, the Bulls against the Jaguares. Yeah. Um, the Bulls are in the Blues category. I'm never tipping them. The Haguar is for me. Yep. Um, I'm a, I agree. I just I prefer the way the Jags are playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's something not right with the Bulls. Yeah. Really Which is a shame because they've got a yeah. damn good roster as well. Uh, okay. So, looks like we've... No, my Kings tip. Reds, Kings. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Kings. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'd love to see them... Just sort oh, of yeah. give oh. the two finger salute to you know, stick it up. You know what? If the Reds lose to the Kings, Nick Nick Style should walk. I think you won't be the only one saying that if that happens. Uh, we'll quickly look at the Shoot Shield, which has been actually actually really good to watch so far. We're two rounds in. Um, I've had the honour of calling a couple of games on radio which has gone very well, Hawkesbury Radio, via TuneIn. You can listen to it on TuneIn, the stream as well, by the way. Um, so I did the North's West Harbour game on the weekend, and the best way I can describe it, Northern Suburbs looks like a super rugby side playing club rugby. Yeah. They are that clinical in every possible facet of the game. Attack, defence, breakdown, skill set. Yeah. They just look so professional. Like... There's, Unbelievably, there's no surprise there. Like, yeah, you know, what we've seen from them last year, winning the comp. Yeah, they've just, you know, grown a little, little extra, and yeah, you know, just more confident. They know what they can do. They've got the confidence in each other, and they can just, they can play. They can yes, play. They can play, and they have Ira Simone playing this weekend. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> because the Tars have a buy. A couple of the Waratahs, uh, because the Tars have the buy. Uh, a few of their players will be playing club rugby this weekend. Really looking forward to it. Uh, so the top four at the moment, Eastwood, Norths and Manly, both uh, with two bonus point wins to start the season. And Warringah is currently fourth. Yeah. 
Gordon sitting in fifth, one outside. Yeah, that's all right. Go the Highlanders, <laughs> my boys. Um, so this weekend, a couple of games on radio, which um, I'm going to be a part of, both of them. North and... <laughs> North v South from Friday uh, that'll, afternoon. That'll be a cracker. That'll be really good. Be Norths awesome. are without a couple of key players, though, because the Rebels have picked them up. Will Miller, the king of the North. Are they... And Hugh Sinclair, the Wait, forward. but did they not just go down to do some training? I They're think... training with the Rebels. I'm not sure. But are they not if... back? I don't know. Okay. They weren't named in the side. Right. I don't right. think. Okay. I, so, thought, I thought that they would be back. Like, do they just go on down there, do some training, and come back? But, they've, caught, they've been called in as injury replacements, yeah. so I don't know at what point they make that decision. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome news for them. Will Miller's oh, yeah. someone that should definitely be at a Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Club. And Houston is a very good, very good player as well. Exactly. Uh, and then the other radio game on Saturday afternoon, Randwick versus Sydney Uni at Coogee oh, Oval. Yeah. And that's littered yeah. with Waratahs players as yeah, well. Yeah, this will be... This would be good. Callaway and Robinson in the back line for Ramwick and yep. obviously yep. Sydney Uni. Got Nick Fibb starting. Yep. So, uh, And then the rest of the games, Gordon versus West Harbour. Gordon put a, I think I'll put a win for Gordon there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Penrith versus Warringah. Warringah yeah. looked good. Yeah, Penrith might be lucky to score a try. <laughs> well, they did last week against Eastwood. They did. They did score one. Um, Easts v Eastwood. Easts, again... Close, but not no cigar. I think this season they, they last year they won so many games after lead. Uh, sorry, they mm. lost so many games after leading, yeah. and lost by seven points or less. Yeah, story. This it's the same story this year, and Manly versus Parramatta, which is the televised game mm. with our mate Andrew Swain, be the good. face of. Yeah. Um. So, I think that just about wraps it up. She's been a pretty big week. Uh, and hopefully, we get an end soon. <laughs> I say that not expecting it. Will we get a decision before our next podcast? <laughs> uh, we might get confirmation that something's going to be announced <laughs> shortly. This is true. This is true. That's yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not holding my breath. No, uh, uh, it's it's just an absolute shit fight, and it's not going to end anytime soon. But we've got to focus on the positives. That's it. There is some good footy out there to watch, mm. so we just have to celebrate that. Uh, but otherwise Nathan thank you for coming in no worries thank you have a good Easter thank you you too uh, don't go too hard on the chocolates bro <laughs> nah all good <laughs> you have to get you back into yoga class well I don't do yoga <laughs> you should start but anyway thank you guys for listening enjoy your Easter enjoy your footy we'll hopefully see you next week